These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with mybookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Stay tuned for a special presentation. A lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or? do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh, my God, he just ran in. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Let's do it! Go, go, go! It is time to go to the great state of Maine and talk to our gambling de-gentleman, Mr. X. The people want to know, how's the boat? Oh, they want to know, how is the boat? It's taking a little while to connect to him. Oh, there we go. Ah. Hello, Mr. X. The people demand an update. How is the pontoon boat? And how was the reaction from Mrs. X? Uh, They were both mixed. (laughs) Mixed. (laughs) Both mixed. Um, Yeah, the boat is great. I couldn't be happier. As they say, the two of the best days of your life are buying a boat and selling a boat. Okay. Um, I'm happy with it. It's good. Uh, I would, by the way, after we had that discussion, I found out it's, you you got it for like, well, did you disclose on the air what you got it for? I don't want to put your business out there. Okay. Yeah. When you told me what you got it for, I was like, whoa. And then I had people, especially Wisconsin people, because they've got 
pontoon boats there because they know how to get after it in the summer on the water. And they say, oh, you can get them for way more than that. Oh, yeah. Brand new, they run the one, the one similar to this. Brand new, they run 40 to 70 grand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, but so I mean, you, I'm not new. I got an yeah. old one. So you got it, and have you taken it out yet a few times? Uh, only, only every day. Every day? Pretty much. That is Close fantastic. And you take it out on the ocean, in the no, bay? No, no, no. no. On my lake. Oh, you're on a lake. Okay. I thought you were, I thought you were on an, I thought you were on that tiny island that I went to with my wife and had no idea that that's where you grew up. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a, um, a family place from years gone by. I've been on this lake for 55 years. Nice. Spoiled. Very nice. spoiled. No question about it. Do you, uh, do you know that there was a golf tournament on the, uh, web.com tour, the minor league tour for the PGA called the ready? Work and live in Maine open. Interesting. That was the title sponsor yeah. of the event. Yeah. That's a tough call because living there is great. Working there, not so great. There's a, there's a reason you retire here. There's It's a very hard place to work and grow up and raise kids and all that, but it's, after you're done, it doesn't get much better. Well, there, the, here it is. It's the Live and Work in Maine Open. And uh, it just went down, and uh, where you know where did they play it? Home, about purpose, sponsors, volunteer schedule, FAQ. I'm sure, it was a place I've never played. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, why? If you got good internet, why can't you work in Maine if you've got a job that is primarily oh, remote? Rephrase that. You can now, and people from New England, New York, Boston are moving up here faster than anyone here likes because of the remote concept. You're correct. Right. But as far as industry itself here, no, no, it's just, you know, there's not much, but now in the work at home phase, you're right. People are moving up here to work remotely. That's for sure. Uh, Falmouth country club is where they have. Okay. Way down South. Okay. Oh, you're further up North, huh? Way up. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Can can you, can you give the nearest town? I don't want to pin down your location. Well, last time you gave the exact town. I'm on the coast, halfway up the state, little I, town just north of a town called Belfast, which is how, where I used to have to travel 12 miles back in the day to get a USA Today and get some box stores. <laughs> the olden days. But now we have internet, so it's all set. How is the internet working up there these days? It's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. Oh, you know what? Okay. You're you, look. You're you're far up. You're not as far up as I used to go. You're not in Bar Harbor. No. You're south of Bangor. Forty five minutes south yeah. of where you used to go. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. I you know yeah. I sort of yearn for Maine a little bit. I went up there every summer with uh, my wife and kids because her parents were still up there running a bed and breakfast. And a lot of times I'd be up there like, ah, oh, this is so slow and boring. But there is a vibe to it that is unmistakable. A Maine vibe. You are right. You should come up here. There's only one thing you'd have to adjust, and that's the no cost to the league concept. You'd charge me <laughs> to stay there? No. <laughs> and we'll work that out. Are you on? Well, I can't. I don't want to say because now people are going to look it up. All right. Yeah, there are. I'm zooming care. in. I don't care. Are you on Tilden Pond? Absolutely not. Oh, um, <laughs> pitcher, pitcher, Swan Lake, Pitcher Pond, Coleman Pond, Swan Lake. Okay. 
South Six miles in off the bay. Okay, south of. Uh, are you on? Are you on Quantabacock? Quantabacock Lake. You have your map upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Cross pond. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Belmont, and you I don't see. You ever heard of Penobscot Bay? Yes. Do you know why you have? Uh, Mash. Nope. That is where. Um, Sean Connery and uh, what's his name at the end of Hunt for Red October when they had to ditch the nuclear submarine where no one would ever find it. They went to Penobscot Bay. Oh, okay. yeah. They the last scene in that movie when they're um, can't think of the guy's name. Um, the guy always got in so much trouble. That actor. Um, shoot. Anyway, they ditched the nuclear sub in Penobscot Bay so that no one will ever find it. That's Interesting. Our- <laughs> are you are you on uh, Chickawaki Pond? No. <laughs> you keep saying what pond you're on. I can't find I said it. Swan Lake. Swan, Swan Lake. Lake. The That's Swan Lake. Lake. Okay. Yes. I, I I just I don't see it. What are you looking at? Show me a town. Show me a town. <laughs> this is riveting uh, podcast right now. Uh yeah. did not uh did not Radar O'Reilly or BJ Honeycutt come from Penobscot, Maine or Penobscot Bay? I could swear yeah. that was where I first heard of it back in the day. Yeah. No, it's uh, you just keep going up north about halfway up the state, and and you'll see it. Okay. Anyway, so you're out on it every day. Are you growing much, yeah. a big beard like you did during the pandemic? Uh, it's not left since the pandemic. Oh, <laughs> no, it's still here. Yeah, it's still here. Nope. Uh, and when people comment on it, I say they care more about it than I do. I haven't looked in the mirror since COVID hit. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> so you are just a grizzled, full bearded. Old man on his boat, loving life, enjoying. Now, where are you getting your fix for baseball? How's your television? Oh, I still get that. The NBA has kind of obviously. I've been I've been killing myself trying to watch the NBA playoffs. It's still hard, but I follow the scores and the box scores every day. Okay, I don't have to watch the game to you know to follow what's up. But um, okay, let's talk about yeah. that. So you're you're not enjoying the style of play on the court between these four teams that are left. You know, I mean, we're we're all about it. You know, with ninety-seven through the game in Milwaukee and the Bucks, and it looks like the looks like the seas are parting for them to make a run for the title with all these injuries. Right, that's because the last time you and I were on the air, we we declared them dead. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Dead. <laughs> right. And they have they just lost by a trillion in game two to the Nets, yeah. and Kyrie had yet to get hurt. Right. They're parting. I, I like the Suns, but I think the Bucks have a, obviously have a very good shot the way the path's opening up. But there's never been a postseason in history so full of stars on the sideline. It's just crazy. Yeah, basically all, all of early them. Early exits and injuries and everything else. COVID. Usually this is the time of year we look at names, and now the names are all uh, sitting on the side. Right. Uh, by the way, in MASH, it was Lieutenant Colonel Donald Penobscot. Oh, Penobscot. I got you. Okay. Played by Mike Henry. Yep. So, okay, uh, moving right along. So you don't like the st- – is it the style that bothers you? I mean, the NBA is what it has become, which is a three-point shooting contest and a lot of guys hunting for fouls and getting them, unfortunately. Oh, they are – you know, in the old days, those uh, Brazilian soccer players were the best people on the planet at faking fouls. Now it's the NBA. Guys like Harden, they're masters at hooking you with one hand, going up with the other, and going, oh, three-point foul. The refs, I don't fault them. It's hard. 
these guys are masters at these rip through fouls and it's an art to draw a foul now. And some of them are so good, it's impossible. And when they're I, not I, I, when they're not good, they have no shame in faking it. For example, people oh. memed Chris Paul to the moon after last night's flop on him trying mm-hmm. to get through a screen. Did you see that play? Yes. Embarrassing. Yeah. Like it's yeah. literally embarrassing for I think a lot of us to say, really? Really? Yeah. Well, I think the flopping is is you're right, but more than that to me is the actual skill they do in creating the foul with these crazy little hooks. Harden is a master at it. Right. And some other guys are awfully good. And it's just it's gotten silly. Now I don't look, I still watch it, of course still bet it. <laughs> I think the part that kills me so much is the way everybody under the age of thirty thinks that nobody in history could have ever touched any of these guys. And the part that gets me is look, I'm not the old oh, the old guys are better. Um, my son's friends, oh, as soon as they walk in the house, all they do is say, Larry Bird sucked. They just love to, you know, to do that. That's, they, instead of saying hello, that's what they say first. But anyway, <laughs> just, and that doesn't, I don't care. I'm not a Bird fan, but if you're my age, they think if you say that, it's yeah, annoying. Right. They think they're trolling you. They're trying to troll the old man exactly. and his pontoon boat. Person. I guess my point is that I know everything's different. And nobody could shoot the way they shoot now. Every every player on the floor can shoot better than every player on the floor 20 years ago. Every one of them. But what I don't like is I watch this and I'm like, no wonder they can score at will. I think of guys like George Gervin or Dr. J going, God, I wish I could take those many steps before I shot the ball. Right. You don't think that they would have been able to be better scorers if they didn't get one step, they got two or three. They'd have been better, too. So that's the part that annoys me. I'm trying to wonder, like, do you think at some point a guard in the NBA in the 70s was fooling around in practice and started kind of scooping and turning the ball over and developing these kind of crossover moves? And he's like, check out this shit, man. They're like, oh, man, that's dope. Too bad they'll call you a they'll call you for palming every time. And he's like, every Yeah, time. I know, but I just thought in practice I'd show it to you what what I could do to you if this was legal. Do you think someone actually did that? I think it was Coffee Black on the Tropic Thunder. Or the Flint <laughs> Coffee Flint. Black. Yeah. Wasn't it? Right. Remember him? I just wanted, I, and, and the thing about shooting, you're right. All these guys are better shooters, but I'm wondering why that is because the act of shooting a basketball and the basic fundamentals elbow underneath the ball palm squarely behind it it's a it's a motion that's been around forever why weren't the guys in the past better shooters well i'm gonna guess the nba is not doing shell drill on defense anymore okay they're just shooting threes all day every day i mean the best shooter perimeter shooter in my generation was rick barry Brooke Lopez can shoot better than Rick Barry. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. So it's a different game. That's all they do. I think it's like anything. There's no emphasis on, quote, little things. or It's, you know, it's run some sets and shoot the ball. Shoot. And I'm not saying it's wrong. It works. Right. You know? Shoot, lift, work on a crossover, play. Post a few tweets. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and that's it. I mean, look, Kevin Herter, who we saw at Maryland, is a revelation to many people. He he basically pushed the Hawks through past the Sixers with a huge game, and he looks like Opie Cunningham. He looks like who let this 
pasty-eating turd on the court? And the answer is he can shoot like a fucking freak, and that's why he's on the court. So the middle of that game, I'm watching that going, wait, what's his name again? I'd never heard. So I texted your pal, ex-coach you, Naki. You, I was going to say, you don't remember Herder at Maryland. I do not. And I texted him. I said, this guy never played at Maryland. Who is he? I never he, heard of him. He was there for he a hot second. A game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played, scored 12 a game for Maryland. He texted me back his whole history. And I said, okay, great. And then I said to Naki, oh, yeah, I forgot the Terps left the ACC. Sorry. Not bad. Oh, <laughs> snap. You rubbed <laughs> salt I, in that wound, huh? Well, you know, I, I keep thinking of them. And I, but I do not remember him at all. And here he is, you know, a 12-point-a-game score for a Maryland, average Maryland team, and he's killing it in uh, final, you know, final eight. Because he can shoot the ball, like you said. Yeah. Last night, uh, Paul George had his best night ever as a playoff uh, participant. And a lot of people like to bag on, on Chris Paul, or excuse me, on Paul George. But Kawhi did not play. Kawhi is the ultimate business decision player in modern sports. Am I right? That he's he's going to wait until it's either perfect for him or, nah, never mind, because he can opt out this summer, and he probably will. And I guess somebody at age 30 is going to back up more money for a guy who is the king of load management. I mean, he basically took a whole year off just to get himself right. Well... Being smart has its advantages. These I days. guess. I'm just wondering at what point do people, does a team that's going to get in the Kawhi business go, yeah, he's great when he plays. They don't care. But he's it's not. not the old age. You're I, right. I there know. is no Fred Dreyer playing with a broken leg. No. It doesn't matter. No. If management is part of the game. And they they s- only want you for when it's big time. They seem to break more often, too. I don't know why that is. I, I was shocked at how badly. Trey Young was injured just with a quick little wonk wonk on the foot of the official. Yeah, yeah. It's um, my one of my kids swears that the injuries this year are related to the shortened season. You know the way last year went oh. long and oh, this year started. He's drinking the LeBron Kool Aid, in other words. I guess but that's what Le- that's what LeBron tweeted. He's like, "See, I told you it's the shortened season." I'm like, yeah. "You had four months off last spring. Fuck you." Yeah. Yeah. Well, they weren't off. We had to work in the off season. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, they had four months off like, when the pandemic shut everything down. Yeah. March, April, May, not, June. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like the old baseball players who sold insurance in the off season. No. You actually have to keep shooting in the off season. Isn't that hard? <laughs> Unless your name is uh, Ben Simmons, you have to work in the off season. Boy, how about that? Speaking of, you know, shooting's uh, getting better across the board. He's the one guy who has not gotten any better. Well, and after that last game, I thought it was interesting. I don't know who it was, the analysts, I guess it was TNT guys. They were going off on what he has to do. He has to do this. He has to do that. I'm like, he signed a $150 million contract. You don't have to do anything. You don't want to. I mean, usually you have to work before you get paid. Yeah. All right. He already um, got paid. Yeah. He already got paid. Exactly. All right. On the baseball front, Kyle Schwarber is on fire. What yeah. did the Cubs miss, or is he just having this last few shots of a Roman candle flame out of his career? Because he's on a pace, like yeah. his current pace, 15 homers in 17 games, is Bonzian at Bonds' peak. 
Yeah, every night at about seven fifteen, I get a text from X two. He did it again. You know, <laughs> like five minutes after the first pitch. Right. He's been he's been uh, uh, tooting his horn for a long time. I don't know. Everybody has that one miracle time in their career where they're going crazy, but obviously this is silly. Um, why he's seeing pitches down the middle of the plate when he's white hot, I don't know. But these days, it's a little different. They don't. The art of pitching around seems to be gone. Um, but obviously, you know what? Ride that horse as long as you can. He's uh, he doesn't seem to me like your typical leadoff hitter. But as they say, one nothing is okay. Um, so ever since they moved him, he is just it's, you know you can't make this up. What is it? He's he was uh, he was close to the single season leadoff a game with a homer record in his first fifteen days as right. a leadoff man. Right. I think a record's like I'm going to guess nine. I'm not sure if that's right, nine or ten. And he had like five in, in first ten days. Sure. So he's crazy. He's almost there already, and he's never let off in his life until just now. Apparently, they let. Yeah. Really tough call. I know. Really tough call. I thought this was their uh, sink to the bottom year, and you know, sell off the spare parts, which they refused to do with Harper and previous opportunities. And Scherzer must go if this franchise is going to turn around. Um, plus, you don't have to worry about fan base when your fan base is down a little with restrictions. But now, you the worst thing for them to do is what they did in the Harper year, which is get in the hunt just enough to right. keep your players right. and then win 85 games and say, we I wish we traded them and restocked our farm system. Because there are people out there that would give an arm and a leg to have Max Scherzer in October and they have the second or third worst farm system in baseball. They got to dish him, but they're going to, they're creeping into it and that makes it hard. Well, this surge came at just the wrong time to try to make a clean decision one way or the other, because they were sinking. And then much like their championship year, when they were 19 and 31 at the end of May, they're on a hot streak now, and what's crazy is that not just Schwarber hitting all these home runs, but Gerardo Parra, baby shark, brought back. The shark is back, and he's actually contributing. And the, the players love it, and the fans are all baby shark. It's like, what are the odds this would have worked? He was in Japan, I believe. He was, and uh, yeah, he was in Japan for a year, even though they loved him, because He's 35 and was an average player his whole life or below average until the baby shark miracle. Doing it again is, you know, it was a lot of fun. Believe me, we were we were going through that playoff run. It was fun, but he's a 36 year old journeyman outfielder. He is, yeah. as as one of my kids says, there is no backup outfielder in history with the clout that guy has. This <laughs> organization <laughs> never. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, Schwarber apparently was let go by the Cubs. They let him walk for $8 million because they thought it was yep. too expensive for his, for his career, 113 OPS plus. I don't know if that's a good number or not. Is it? Good. Yeah. Uh, he, he's always been a power guy, but I mean, he, he's had a lot of years where he's really struggled to hit 200. I mean, you know, he, when he gets in a slump, you know, that's he's one of those guys, and, and this is a good example. He's hot, he's hot. When he gets in a slump, you look at him and it's go, terrible. yeah, you don't belong here. Right, Are they, know, he look. He's bad. He's really bad. They redirected the money to Jock Peterson, who's been fine, not great, not as hot as Schwarber is right now. We'll see how long right. it lasts. 
With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Uh, the other thing about baseball, uh, two other things. Uh, f- have we talked spider tech, you and I? I don't think so. Well, give me the Mr. X baseball aficionado thought on spider tech. Well, it's interesting because without being too geeky, for, for decades when they talk about, oh, pitchers always cheat, you know, the Gaylord Perry days, they always wanted a slippery substance on their hands right when the ball would slide out of their hand it would get extra crazy unpredictable movement almost like a knuckleball but yeah. a fastball yeah okay great and they cut down on it now this this you know this now the new substance i guess gives you better grip allows you to get a better spin out of your hand and mm-hmm. a sharper break mm-hmm. okay so it's not legal how dare they in the middle of the year, start cracking down on rules. Well, nobody said at the start of the year you could break them. You just did. So once it became widespread and you publicly embarrass us, like Bauer and a variety of players have done, what choice did the league have but to say, yeah, we're going to stop that? Um, You know, it's kind of like any rule in the office. If you're breaking it, fine. If you want to advertise you're breaking it, we've got a problem. Right. So now they're cracking down and they say, how can you do it in mid-year? Nobody ever said you could do it. <laughs> if you're stealing reams of paper and pens from the office, yeah. do it quietly. Just don't tell me. Yeah, like everybody yeah. else. Don't walk out of the office saying, see you later, Linda. Carl, I'll yeah. talk to you tomorrow. And, oh, look at this paper I got from my printer at home. Whoops. 
Where'd that well, come these from? These guys are saying, hey, do you guys mind helping me carry this to the car? <laughs> <laughs> They're going even, I mean, even worse about that. Uh, did you for, see Scherzer's inspection the other night, the three inspection night, and Joe Girardi getting all tough guy from the other dugout? I did not. You didn't? I I'm gonna send like you. I'm gonna send you the link to the John Boy audio overdub of it. Come on, stop, funny. stop, 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 stop. Save that for later. He just wants us to touch your head a little bit. And Scherzer just tells him, "I got nothing." He's like, "What do you want here? I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. Mm, I got nothing." Go ahead. I want to touch my hair. Okay, touch. <laughs> That's so creepy. Uh, these umps have to just rub up sweaty, thinning hair. The umpire actually rubbed his fingers through Scherzer's sweaty hair. Yeah, you know the umps are in a tough spot. Girardi, I always feel like in baseball, if you get a reputation as being good, you work really, really hard to lose it. <laughs> like Lou Pinella for for twenty years was considered a great manager, and he stunk. I always felt like Girardi is similar. Like if you get to the big market, suddenly you're overrated. Lou Pinella, you know, underperformed. Yeah. For 20 years, if you bet Pinella teams under, I think you went 18 and two. You know, really? you just you could count on Pinella when he was at Tampa. He always underperformed, except for 1990 with the Reds. Okay, and I always felt Girardi was similar. You get this reputation as a genius, and nobody has to really know why. It's just hard to prove that you're not. Yeah, he's to me he's annoying. It's all, it's all about the look. I mean, Pinella had the look as a manager, you know, old school, uh, always quick with a confrontation, Yankee yeah. pedigree. You're like Lou fucking Pinella. Look at this guy. Uh, but could he know, actually early. could he actually manage? No, but you could run out on the field, cause a tantrum, throw a base, and everybody goes, he really cares. Okay, so what? I know. So do I. I'm not throwing bags. I know. No. So yeah. the, the other night, uh, in fact, uh, last night, Two position players who had been brought into the game to mop up blowouts, including um, uh, a former Brewer who is now with the Cubs because they got rolled by the Brewers, got checked, Mr. X, for spider tech. They're (laughs) checking the position, guys, for spider tech. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's like TSA frisking grandma in a wheelchair. You're like, she's not a terrorist. No, she's not a terrorist. I know she's not a terrorist. Stop checking her. That's not my cheating pitching stuff. That's my cheating hitting stuff. I forgot to get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so dumb. There's more position players in it regular and an unbelievable play pace, yet they're carrying 13, 14 pitchers and they used to carry 10. Yeah. Is it? I was like more innings than they used to. I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought, to myself, I go, you know, it seems like there's a lot more position guys that come in on a yeah. more regular basis where this used to be a twice a season kind of deal and sports center would be like, ha ha, check out, you know, uh, Jerry, uh, Nimnuts, the shortstop. He's got to pitch the, the ninth inning here. It's like, oh wow, that's rare. Now it's and every week. Carrying, and they're carrying four more pitchers than they used to carry. I don't, I don't, it's, this doesn't make sense. They're overthinking that, but yeah. I mean, you know, these these the only carry a handful of hitters, and these guys seem to not be able to throw the ball sixty feet without hurting themselves. If you're, you know, not a pitcher, I mean, so I, I think it's actually more risky to do that than to ask a guy to, you know, your fourteenth pitcher to throw an inning. I, I don't get that. Did you see Dylan Bundy vomiting his guts out 
on the Yankee Stadium mound? You know, I didn't. I've always dreamed about seeing Yankee pitchers vomit on the mound, but I never saw that. Well, this was uh, – he plays uh, – What know, did he do, swallow spider tack? <laughs> I don't know. He, he plays for the Angels, pitches for the Angels, but he absolutely let go with a right. monster stream of vomit. I mean, it's gross. Donovan McDab style. Yeah, no, it's really, really bad. It's one of those, okay, pause the game. What's going on here? Settle down, everybody. And speaking of the Yankees, you mentioned in an email, how must you feel if you're the Yankees having bought Garrett Cole for a trillion dollars and then they enforce the rules and suddenly he sucks? Yeah, that's what I wonder because, you know, the commissioner works for the owners, blah, blah, blah. I just spent a trillion dollars on Cole, and now you now you say, "Oh, this rule that made him God is uh, is no longer you know he can't use it anymore." And like, yeah, I need a refund. He's been ever since they started enforcing the rule, he can't get anybody out. So, I mean, if you want to say anybody wants to sit there and say, "Oh, that stuff's overrated," see Garrett Cole, best pitcher, worst pitcher. I mean, you you can't make that up. Is Shohei Otani your MVP? As we approach uh, the midpoint, serious? yeah. Are you serious? Do you not know? Do you know why you're saying that? I'm just saying why. Zay, that was that was uh, your bet, Mr. X. VIP on the website. We all took Otani at 35 to one to win MVP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 I'm not. And you know, if you look back on it, the reason I said it was, you know, the National League you got like 10 great players. Throwing that over them, who knows? The American League, you go Trout's the one, and um, who else? Who's the two? There was no two. Right. So I said, if there's no two, you know, sure, it's probably Trout. But if you take Trout out of the equation, bad year, injury, whatever, and there's 10 guys that are, you know, give me the one who can hit and pitch. So we all took Otani 35 to 1. So the reason I say that is not to gloat, but if you ask me who's the midseason MVP, I'm clearly biased. <laughs> yes, I'm clearly biased. You're going to vote for your money. But by for the sure. way, most people say Vladimir, I mean, Vladdy Jr., who has like one homer and six ribbies more. And I'm like, I'll take 12 quality starts with a ton of strikeouts. Right. For crying out loud. That's unheard of what he's doing. Yeah. I, I want that bet to come home more than any I've done since the 03 Marlins, just because of the, oh. you know, my guys are all over it at a big number. And, um, It'll, be it would be nice. It'll be glorious. It'll be glorious. It'll be nice. And he's got a great shot. I mean, it's a two-man race right now, and I don't understand the love for Guerrero when Otani can't get a win. Every no. time he throws, he's got six innings, ten Ks, no decision. He's like one and zero or one and one or something, but he's had like ten great starts. And in this day and age, when you're putting position players into pitch. How about if your position player can pitch? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, by the I way, by the way, yeah. where? How come I'm not betting these VIP picks? Am I a VIP you know, with you? Like, what's going on? Do I do I just hate free money? Why, why am I not in on this party? Hold on, let me replay the last 22 years of tapes where you've asked the same question. Ah, uh, I suck. All right, listen, I'm in. I'm, can... I'm in on all the VIP stuff going forward. All right. Okay. If 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 you'll give me a discounted rate, of course I I gave you website access. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. I just suck. I'm just lazy. Maybe I do hate money. Maybe I'm too rich. I don't know. Only bet as much as you can afford to win. Maybe I can't afford yeah. to win any more money. I'd buy more cameras Literally, with it. 
Carl, you can't. Look, after 20 years of this, there's only one way it's going to work. Give me your login. I'll do it for you. <laughs> Here, I'll PayPal you a pile of money. I'll give you my login. I'll say, just do what you do. Manage my portfolio, Mr. X. There you go. All right, so speaking of uh, making money, apparently you th- your second child, X2, or yeah. is on the verge of getting cut off by his bookie because at just a year and a half out of college, he is so hot right now, his action may be too strong for his guy. Well, his guy's my guy, but yeah, I'm a little worried. He is he is killed. It's so bad. It's just not even funny. What's he killing? Every, NBA? Well, uh, NBA and baseball. God, I can't wow. even sleep. That's not fair. My whole theory, Zabe, when he got started out of school was I hooked him up because I wanted to monitor, you know, what he was doing, just like you do with your kids and anything. Make sure he's not having a problem or doing the wrong thing. So it's like, it's like anything. I'd rather watch what you do. You this, know, this is a this is a degenerate version of Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. So I wanted to I wanted to sit back from a distance and kind of keep my eye out. So, and after a while. I get, you know, I get a text from this guy and it's, and he like gives me his big positive number for the week. And he's, I can tell he's mad because he goes, and this account, a big plus for the 14th week in a row. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> he's just killing it. So he, he might he's be on the verge of it. Will he's it- a kid, so he's not playing for much, but he just, I mean, I said to him the other day, I said, so you're really hot. What's up? And he goes, well, I'm 109 and 41 in baseball, Dad. <laughs> Holy <laughs> like, <okay>. shit. <laughs> That's know. the 25 Yankees of gambling right there. 109 and 40 whatever. So, so I'm afraid he's gonna, I don't know how long they're going to put up with him. We'll do, you, do you feel you got a prodigy on your hands? Well, a prodigy is generous to someone who won't listen to freaking anything you say in life. <laughs> well, okay, you say X2 doesn't listen. I'm telling you. He's absorbing things. He may, you know what, he may be really a really smart. Yeah, you're really smart. You're probably yeah. right. He he you're may right. be he may be a wild stallion who goes off on his own and does things that you don't recommend. But don't think the nuggets and the overall tutelage from dad is not permeating him in some way, shape, or form. It is. You're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, but I got to tell you a quick one that I just thought of that you don't hardly ever. The only one you've never met is X one, and you know, he's on his own now. And we actually got the whole family together in May before they all split up for college jobs all over in different places, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We hadn't been together for well over a year because of COVID, et cetera. We rented a house down at Lake Anna and we all got together. X1 shows up the first night with this gigantic cooler and he starts making, I don't know what drinks in this giant cooler, right? <laughs> Pouring in all kinds of crazy stuff. We had a good weekend. Well, I'm up in Maine now, so I'm like, you know, I wonder if I can make that same thing he made. <laughs> so I make this big concoction, and we take it out on the boat. We have a few good days. It's in a giant cooler. I realized my parents were coming, and I forgot to put it away. So I took and I filled up a couple of jugs that were left over and put it in the fridge. Okay. Yeah. My parents fly in. My parents are 88. I picked him up at the airport last night. Is this a fruity drink? You've done nothing to describe the contents of X one. Oh, it's alcohol everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just crazy liquor 
way too strong. But in a plain in a plain filter. jug, does it look like uh, pineapple yes. juice or orange Jumping juice? Jumping ahead. So okay. yes, I, I had to get it out of the big cooler, and so I dumped it into some plain jugs. I picked up my parents last night at the airport. They're 88 years old. To get them settled, we're doing everything. This morning, to make them breakfast, I head to the store. I come back. There's mom and dad eating breakfast, <laughs> drinking that drink out of the refrigerator. <laughs> no! And I was like, I was like, oh, wait, whoops. <laughs> I said, mom, mom, I'm going to have to have that mug right there. Let me have it. Oh my They're God. like, this is good. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> this is good. Got a bit of a punch to it, but it's good. <laughs> Mom, I that just, could kill you at 88. <laughs> I know. They're like kids. Can't leave them alone for a second. Yeah. All right. Let's end on a golf story. You are a casual golfer oh. at best, but you get out every now and then. And you had a nine-hole run going where you're like, is this real? I did. I'm pretty much playing scrambles up here. I don't play much, but we've, we've been playing twice a week, nine holes only. I'm old, and that's all. Play late. Last Friday, I was out. And Zabe, if I get a par in nine, that's, that's a good day. I like to get one. One of the reasons, I always say one of the re- other reasons they call me Mr. X is <laughs> usually you look at my card. There's a lot of X's on there. <laughs> Four or five X. Yeah. But anyway, I come out, and after five holes, I got a par, excuse me, three pars, a birdie, and a bogey. Even after five. Pretty good yeah. for me. Finished 13 over after nine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's hard to do. That's like Bubba Watson's finish at Hartford last Sunday. Don't know yeah. if you saw that. He was no. leading somebody the tournament. Happened, I said, somebody asked me what happened the last four. I said, my game showed up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Game showed up and said, who's this imposter playing decent golf? I'm, I'm here. I'm back. I'm here. I'm loose there. You know, next thing you know, it went from – one extreme to the other. That's I think, the way it works. I think Bubba was five, six over for the final five holes after leading, coming down the stretch on Sunday. And it was a very easy course that normally guys go low on. It cost him $400,000, the collapse. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, well. Well, that's, yeah. that's golf for you there, right there. So what's, uh, on, do- what's on the t- docket for this evening in Maine? As uh, we talked to you about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. A little boating? Good question. Little cocktails. I am actually going to try to get my dad out on the boat to see it for the first time. If I can get him away from those uh, accidental cocktails. Have you named it Rover and Over? Because that was the consensus pick. Oh, no. The consensus. That was a good name. But the consensus pick was clearly Don't Tell Mom. And it's now that stuck. Don't Tell Mom that's, is the name. That's probably going to stick. I haven't got a better one. Most people voted for Don't Tell Mom. Since those are the three most said words in my house, do you have do you have the decal for it? You're going to take it to the boat yard that puts the name decals on the boats itself. You know, I've been thinking of that. I'm going to get to it. You got to. Busy right now because I have nothing to do and (laughs) don't have to do it until noon. Exactly. You know what you have to do is get that decal put on there. I'll even do a, a give the price on it. I will rally up. All the ex-disciples, they'll chip in to pay for it. Then I want a picture of you standing on the back of the boat with the Don't Tell Mom. We'll pixelate you out go. your face to keep your anonymity, and it'll be brilliant. Well, I'll be I'll be entering the um, boat parade on July 4th. We're, gonna, we're in that to win it. So how do you decorate win? the boat up. How do you win the boat parade? The boat. Oh, okay. You I got decorations best on decorations, one Best decorations, best okay. bikinis, best something. I don't know. 
<laughs> okay. All right, Mr. X, good to connect with you. Enjoy your summer. It sounds like it's going great. We'll talk soon. You as well. Take care, buddy. All bye. right, there you go. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.